Hello, 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 everybody. YBM Season 4, Episode 7. What's going on? Hey, guys. How are you? What's going on, Young Black and Married? We are back, ready to talk to the single men. Yes, yes, yes. But before we get into that, we're going to talk about our why. We do this because we want to encourage strong marriages, relationships to entertain or and educate or edutain, if you will. And our expectations... We are expecting you to be blessed, inspired, and encouraged to keep advancing and moving in life as we do the same. Yeah, we are wanting to create a healthy uh, black marriage movement, um, knowing that healthy black marriages will build a strong black community. It's kind of like the, the key to many, many things. And so we're excited to talk to the single guys because what a way to tackle um, marital issues is to get people before they even get married and kind of have them thinking and you know hopefully we'll say some things in this episode that will help and you know be insightful or encouraging or helpful so that's our main goal in this episode is to answer some questions and and put shed some light on some things for the single men yeah absolutely and also just a heads up we're also gonna we're gonna revisit this topic again because it's just too important to hit on one time also with the single ladies um we're just gonna probably hit those uh topics again with just an all female slash male um panel but for now we're gonna get into it Give you a few tips and advice from our Christian worldview. So we're going to kick it off with the wisdom word. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Matthew 22, 37. All right. First things first. Our relationship with the father is first and most important. It's the most essential thing in life. If you want to have life of death, it's the most essential thing. If you want peace in knowing um, what's going to happen to you and your loved ones afterwards, after after this, these few few breaths and vapors and, and years of life on Earth, uh, it is essential to becoming your ultimate potential here on earth at the fullest capacity of being a man or a woman your vertical relationship with the father should come first from this relationship you have everything you need for other relationships all right so question do you know that the work that god has asked you to do so this a powerful powerful man of god named dr miles monroe has an amazing sermon series on marriage where He says many men don't have work and when they get married, they have a helper, but she's frustrated because he doesn't know himself, his God or his work well enough for her to help. So unpacking that just a little bit, um, it's so essential to know who you are as a man and what what your purpose is and what you strive to do in life. I mean, if you're just out here wandering aimlessly while you're supposed to be ahead, you know, a husband, like you, you gotta have some kind of direction to lead the woman. 
because she's she's she is there to help. That was that was part of her creation is what was was to help help the man help the husband. But if if he ain't got nothing for her to help, it's like, what we doing? She she seems lost, you know. Yeah, and I I remember listening to that, and it kind of went back to the Garden of Eden where. God put Adam in the garden and he said, work it till it, you know, he gave him work immediately before he even gave him a spouse. Adam already had his work. Mm -hmm. And then he gave Eve and then she was a helper in everything, but also a helper in the work. And, um, and really the power in that when two people are together doing the work of God together, but you have to know your God First, because the assignment, the directive, the purpose, the destiny comes from God. It's a, you know, it comes from him. And so knowing God is so vital um, before you even in a relationship. And another example is like, for example, if you know that God has called you to do, you know, mission work in West Africa and you know this is what you're supposed to do. You know, this is your purpose. You know, you're supposed to do this. It makes sense to know this before you find your spouse, because if you yoke up with a woman that is um, her thing that she's pulled to is business entrepreneurship in California, then that marriage is going to be there's going to be so much tension because you guys aren't unified even in the work that is put in your DNA. So it's, it's really good to know the work first. I think God is super sovereign also that, you know, even if you don't know your work and you get married and you find it out later that that can definitely be worked out and it's fine. It can be processed, but how much more powerful would it be to if, already come into it? Yeah. To know it. And then when you're picking your spouse to pick with the lens of, wow, the work that God has put on me to do. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. As the man, when you enter the marriage, when you enter the marriage, God views you as the authority of that marriage. I heard somebody say a husband is a house band, like protecting, surrounding the house, the, the his his kingdom. That's as as his job to protect that and to have that that ownership and that authority of what goes on with that family, with that house. So work on your leadership and authority as a single man. So, you know, that when you have to lead a wife and children, it's something that you have prepared yourself for. Because, you know, being a man does have has nothing to do with age. You can be a boy to the day you lay in your grave. Um, If you're if you're 50 years old, you can still be a little boy, especially at heart, maybe from appearance. And, yeah, you may have a job, but you can be spiritually malnourished and immature, you know, adolescent and and just as your personality, you can just be just super immature. So you need to ask yourself, are you a man yet? Are you a man yet? Now, I think I think every man that is married would agree with me, especially been married for some time, would agree with me that being married and being um, with your wife does transform you to be more of a man because it's, it's the, the union that God designed to, to bring him glory and to bring more people into the earth. 
Um, so that working together is kind of like a puzzle piece coming together. So it, it, it actually brings more of that manhood out of you and it forces you to grow and it forces you to step into your position. But you have to choose to do that and you have to choose to accept it as well, though. So. Um, so, yeah, let's be honest, it's, it's, it's on you to mature in your manhood. Um you know, walking closely with other men and, you know, other examples definitely help you shape you into your man, uh, into being a man. I know that helped me tremendously. Um, just seeing other men and seeing other men that I could relate to that, you know, that look like me or came from some similar situation as me. Um, just to continue, continually pursue those rela- relationships um, with them. And just just pull on them, pull on pull on their knowledge, pull on, see how they interact, and everything. So um, that's one thing. Um, yeah, that the man piece is super important. Um, and again, this is a biblical worldview, so we're looking at things from a different perspective. We're looking at things from the perspective of you know relationships are for marriage because the Bible talks a lot about marriage. It don't talk nothing about dating X, Y, X, Y. It talks about engagement and, you know, being betrothed and stuff. But we know that relationships biblically should lead to marriage. That's the whole purpose, intent or whatever. So to continue to continually pursue relationships with women when you're not a man, and you're you have no intention of marriage is so selfish. It's so selfish and it it causes so many problems. So in that it kind of hits on a lot of areas. So why do people pursue relationships continually when they know they're not ready for marriage? I mean, it could be an insecurity issue. It could be, well, these girls are filling some void in myself that I have not filled from number one. What we said first is God, because God, when you are in that vertical relationship with God, it's going to he's going to get into your business and you're going to go through some healing. You're going to go through some deliverance. You're going to go through a progression of becoming more like Christ. And when that phase is skipped, it gets really muddled. You have, you know, just seeking sexual gratification or just wanting women for attention because there is this um, insecurity or honestly like boy side of you that it's like I this person gives me my manhood or makes me feel like a man when I got women that want me or blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And we really have to come away from that because I'm telling you, it's really... It destroys communities. It destroys women. It destroys men because out of that is birthed brokenness, you know, knitting souls with people, sexual immorality, which God speaks so much about um, children out of wetlock. So much damage comes from that. Right. And so if if you as a man say, hey, I'm intended my heart to love God first. And when I am ready to have a wife, I'm going to look for a wife. Um that will cut out so many side stuff, so much random stuff. I'm, I love God. I'm, I know my work and I'm looking for a wife at this point. So when you're looking for a wife, your eye, you're like, it's different than when you're just trying to find someone to text at night or somebody to talk on the phone to or someone to just go out on dates with or some cute arm candy. Like it's a different ball game when you're looking for a wife. Um, and so your healing is on you 
It's between you and God. And it's important because what you don't heal now, you will carry over into your marriage. Just, I mean, that's just it. You will. And then it'll be on you and your wife to make, you know, to get through that. So, man, I can't um, stress enough, like, you know, really love you, love God, love yourself and get you right before you bring a woman in the mix. Because, man, we are... We can be really great when it's right and we can be a real distraction and we can be really destructive when it's not right. And I'm just be really honest. Right. Right. And it's all so, so, so true. So true. Um, we're going to get more into it right after this um, short little break. But keep listening. We'll be right back. All right, guys, welcome to our second segment. And we're going to start it off with a wisdom word. And this is Ephesians 4, 20 through 24. But that isn't what you learned about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. Um, This is like an awesome verse, especially, you know, talking to single men that, you know, once you come to Christ, really take off your old nature, your former way of life corrupted by all sorts of things and really let the spirit of God really um, renew your thoughts and attitudes, you know, give you your purpose, your work, your destiny, your destiny and put on your new nature. And you're created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. So in your singleness, be like this, like God, righteous and holy. Um, that is such a strong and powerful thing to do. And it really um, it brings salt to the earth and light to the earth. And and this day and age, we need that so much, especially from single black men. And it really means standing out apart from the culture that's being elevated right now. Yes. Which is crazy. And so we need God culture more than anything. And so I just encourage you guys. Yeah, that culture is being elevated for a reason. It's, 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 there's, there's not just angels and the presence of God just here on earth. There's also... Um, an antichrist spirit and demons that work on earth. Um, it may seem all harmless, like, oh, or whatever, but like, you, if you believe in the Bible, if you, if you claim to be a Christian, if, if, like, there's, there's, there's an anti <laughs> out there trying to seek, kill, steal, and destroy um, what God has created. Um, so let's talk about what, what is, what is your standard? What is your, what is your standard for, for marriage? What do you, what do you really want in a wife? What, what are, what are the, the non-negotiables? Do you really want a wife that, you know, she has to be able to, you know, cook and clean? Do you want really want a wife that she, I don't want her to work at all, or you want her to work? Uh, the non-negotiable of 
she can't be taller than me. She can't be. She can't be no taller than five two. Like what? <laughs> what are some other non-negotiables? <laughs> um, kids, children, kids. not children. Um, <clears throat> past history um, and other relationships. No past history. Um, education level. It's a lot of non-negotiables. A lot of negotiables. Mm-hmm. Like what are yours? Do you know? And um, are they are they worth being non-negotiable? Right. Or are they just your insecurities or, you know, things you're trying to cover up for? I mean, if it's a non-negotiable and you know I would never marry someone that X, then don't waste their time. Right. It's don't like, even entertain it. Don't entertain it. If you know that you wouldn't want to do it, then don't. I mean... I think sometimes people waste people's time and time is very precious. We only have so much of that here on earth. And as a young man, you know, like don't waste, don't waste these ladies time because think about it. This is somebody else's wife. This is not your wife. This is someone else's wife. Yeah. How would you want someone treating your wife before she comes to you? (laughs) You definitely got to truly think about that. Truly think about, Hey, this is somebody else's wife. This is somebody else's daughter. Mm-hmm. Do you really like think about you having a daughter? <laughs> think about you having a grown daughter and somebody doing what you have done with her or what you're thinking about doing with her. It's like think about put that into perspective. That that respect level has to be there. Really think about it. Or do you um also talking about being equally yoked right do you want do you want a wife that you that's not nearly as spiritually mature as you or you know even more mature to you than you or a a new you know babe in christ like because i know i you know just speaking personally i know i could have been tell my wife this I know I could have been married like five times over to be honest with you but there was a certain standard I was looking for and that my wife had her her stance in Christ her maturity um her character I knew that I I didn't I didn't want to settle for just you know just okay she's a Christian whether she lukewarm or not it don't matter she she says she believe in God but no I wanted somebody who's who who's you know already been running her own race you know winning souls and helping people etc it's like do do you do you really want somebody who's just kind of like flimsy or lukewarm like you gotta you gotta weigh that for yourself as well and also have you claimed your baggage have you have you entered into the airport and claimed your own baggage <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, have you dealt with those mommy, daddy issues from the past? Have you dealt with those deep, dark insecurities? Have you dealt with that heartbreak from two, three years ago? My God. (laughs) Because that can enter into your marriage. Mm -hmm. Have you dealt with all these different issues? Because just because you get married doesn't mean these issues go away. And especially, you know, you're in a honeymoon phase and you, you're all in love, googly eyed with each other. Then, you know, real life hits you and you like, oh, man, I still have these same thoughts. Or, oh, man, I still have these struggles. Or, oh, man, or whatever. You know, it's like you got to deal with all that before. You got to work all that out before. And be honest with yourself and be honest with your spouse-to-be. 
I mean, even if you don't perfect it, the fact that you are aware and wanting to grow in an area mm-hmm. is like you will be miles ahead of someone else. So what happened with us, we we weren't really aware of everything. And I think this happens to most people a lot. You get married and then you learn and find out even more your baggage because now you're right there with somebody else and they're pretty much showing you all your baggage. Like you might not have known, but when you get married, you're going to figure it out really quickly. So, you know, just that self-awareness of, hey, I'm 21 years old. Um, I had a really rough relationship with my mom. That bothers me. Let me kind of dig deeper into this area and let me see really how this impacted me. Let me press into God. Maybe I need to talk to someone. Maybe I need to talk to a pastor. Maybe I need to get some counseling. Maybe I need to X, Y, X, Y. But it's that thought process because the, the things that um, have wounded you will come up in marriage. It's just going to. They, they come up in different ways, ways that you don't really expect. They can come up in the way you handle an argument or the way you approach finances or the way you approach, you know, how much we should budget for a trip or not. Like all these different things, like they, they find themselves in, in between these little cracks and crevices. So it's, it's, it's really great to, to get on top of those. Yeah. And it, like, it might not get perfect, yeah. but have the awareness, know what it is, start working on it now. Work yes. on it now. And it's just loving yourself, loving God, and working on yourself and becoming more like Christ. Because when you are going deeper in God, this stuff pops up. When you're in God's presence, this stuff comes up. Like, you're just going to come face to face with your stuff. So, I mean, we constantly point back to Christ, to your relationship with the Father. It's vital. It's important. It's the model for everything. So, Right. Yeah. So... You know, ask yourself this question. Are you ready for marriage? This question you should really be asking yourself, you know, before you even start dating. Yeah. Because we, <laughs> like, kind of like what she was talking about earlier, we're, you're, you should be looking to date to marry or the, you know, the old school courtship, courting phase. Because it's not just like a, you're you dropping the little boy stuff of, dating having a girlfriend yada 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 it's like it's time to grow up are are you ready for marriage are you are you ready for that responsibility do you have an older man that's or more mature man that's pouring into you who can help you lead in the future Hmm. gotta ask yourself how are you handling conflict right now are you thinking outside the box or or is everything about you know fitting what what you want or how you feel about a situation or do you punch a hole through the wall when you get mad cause she gonna make you mad yeah a lot so if you're doing that you might need to work on that before you you link up with a a woman yeah Um, no nobody's gonna make you unless somebody's trying to rob you nobody's gonna make you more mad than your spouse which is crazy to say but i mean it's true because you're we have this flesh we still we don't we don't we're not you know once you become a a believer you're not labeled a sinner no more but you still have the, the the sinful flesh you know that's attached to us so um 
being in so such close proximity to another person, you know, we're still imper- imperfect on earth. So we're still going to have some conflict. And so how do you handle that? Um, is your anger under control? You know, are you are you are you disciplined to like, you know, keep cool, knowing what what to say, how to say it, you know, knowing when to disengage from escalating arguments. <laughs> so it's very important to know. Um, it's a key one. Um, are you able to provide? To some extent, you know, um, this is a, a a question I know a lot that's on a lot of people's minds. But from what I've learned, um, if you're able to provide for yourself to eat and to put a roof over your head, you can do the same for another person. When it gets down to it, when it when it when it gets down to it, you you can provide for another person. Now, is 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 that comfortable? I don't know. That's it's that's up to your situation. But um would, would y'all be getting levels. would y'all be getting married and then living with your mama cuz y'all don't got no money? Some countries do that. I mean, in this in our uh, culture, that's kind of that's kind of rough a little bit. That's kind of stressful to kind of put, a, you know, your new wife and your mama's house. But I mean, people do that. But I often see it not going well. So it's like, are you able? You know, and it's not just going to be one's income most of the time. She'll bring money to you, bring money, blah blah blah. But are you like, what are you looking like providing for yourself? Like Justin said, like, what is your money for? What do your finances look like? How are you handling yourself financially? What is your education on finances? Because you get married and honeymoon, baby pop out, like, is you know, is that going to be the end of the world, <laughs> you know? So it's really, it's a lot of responsibility. Marriage is, it's a responsibility because you don't want to marry then have to be back into your parents' pocket. Because biblically, the Bible says you leave your father and mother and you cleave, cleave to your to wife. Yeah. So you don't want to have to depend on other people. Praise God, we've never really had to depend on anybody in the time that we've been married. Um, People gift and do really lovely, great things, but um, we provide between ourselves and it's us and our our roof, you know? Right. So not knocking the people that have to, you know, stuff happens, but you want to know your finances. But going into it. Yeah, going into it. Yeah. For For example, this is talking to the 16-year-old that just wants to girl companion like you can't provide for yourself you don't know like no (laughs) it's probably not a great idea to 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 start a relationship with a girl at that time because odds are it's going to become something sexual because marriage is probably going to be at least four or five years off so it's, it's sort of like in this um desire to be holy and righteous like that verse said really thinking through timing and thinking through things to protect yourself and create barriers so that you're protected and she's protected right right and last but not least um, are you able to cover you know what does it look like to cover your wife and your family now, I know people have seen like that picture, you know, it's like it's like Christ and then it has like the 
husband with the umbrella, then under that is the wife, and then under that is the kids. I mean, that is a, that's pretty much, that's a beautiful, beautiful example of, of what it is. Um, are you, are you ready to be able to, you know, protect her and watch out for her spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, like for the rest of your life? And not just, you know, when you want to, this is, this is who you are. You are, you are your wife's and your family's covering. You are there to, you know, wash her in the word, as the word of God says. No, that's not necessarily just speaking the word to her all the time, but it's like living it through her, I mean, with her and living it around her and being that Christ-like leader in the house. Kind of like, in in a sense, becoming becoming the 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 Christ head figure of the household, like the the living word. And are you are you ready for that 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 mind shift? Because there's no there's no more like you know. It's a different ball game when you come from, you know, I don't know if you're living with your family or living with a roommate or living by yourself. Then it's like you got a whole nother responsibility for another person who's there to help you. But this is who you cover. This is this is your this is your your people. This is your family. You ever seen them? Those those family reunion uh, T-shirts with the with the trees on it and got all the different names well between you and her y'all are starting your own tree that's that is your job to cover that and to watch it grow protect it are you are you able to cover think about that think of, ask somebody who the the person that's mentoring you or discipling you are hey am i am i ready to cover you what do you think like i want to be like have that conversation with them. That's yeah, that's powerful. And I think of it also in the spirit realm because you know we are bodies. God is spirit. We have spirits. The Holy Spirit lives in us and that there are spirits out there that impact and do whatever. Um and how the enemy is like a pouring Um, a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Um, So what I think in that when it says like the husband is covering the wife or the husband is like Christ and the wife is like the church, like that husband really stands as a barrier. Like if you could see like a physical uh, roof over a building Mm -hmm. where the enemy wants to penetrate that building, but they have to come through the man first. Like that is the authority for the home, you know, there's, you know, back doors, you can, you know, you can try to sneak in and do X, Y, Z and people open doors and whatnot. But the main way that the enemy can tear and come into a family is if the husband has not really covered that root, like that home or that structure. Well, his presence, his spiritual um, connect connectivity to God and the decisions that he makes and the choices that he makes in the home. And then also his 
like his absence. And so we think about, you know, in certain communities, we see this some in, Af- in the African-American community, like the absence 70% of men. over 70%. The absence of men and how like, it's like a house with no roof. The absence of the covering. The absence of the covering. And so the enemy literally steps into that house and women, you know, we obviously play, play a role in protecting our children and whatnot, but the way that God ordered it, we're supposed to have something over us. If you look in the scripture, it says like, there's God, there's Christ, there's a man, there's a woman. So over Christ is the father, but over the woman is the man. And that's just how it is. And I don't think you could look at society and say, well, that's not true. But you see women that have homes where the man isn't present. It's lots of time it doesn't go well with that family. And so as a single man, just know the importance of your role. Like, are you going to be able to watch for your family in this spiritual sense to pray and watch for the schemes that the enemy's doing that your teenager um, is sneaking in and looking at pornography and the Lord alerts your spirit and wakes you up and, and lets you know because you're connected to God and you're the covering of that home for you to deal with it. And so many times people... Um, because they're not connected to the father, they will not guard their home and protect their kids because children are defenseless spiritually. Yeah. They're defenseless. They don't have um, the protection. You're their line of defense. Uh, Prophet Dennis Kramer came to our church and he quoted the scripture uh, while he was ministering healing to this young woman and said, you know, while she was young, she was traumatized. But um, there's a verse in Proverbs that says... Um, an uncontrolled spirit is like a city with no walls, something along those lines. And he was saying her as a child, her spirit was like a city with no walls. It's up to the parents to protect the spirit of that child until she learns how to protect her own spirit. So when you have a home that the father's not present, the mother's not present, like the, the child is not protecting themselves they don't have the equipment to do it so the lord builds and gives the family to do that and so excuse me as a young single man like know that as you step into a marriage you are going to be spiritually protecting your family from the schemes of the enemy because he wants to steal kill and destroy and in our in our marriage that looks like my husband's disarmament is on point you know he might be like you know, I don't want that person around. Or he might be like, no, we're not looking at that in this house. Or um, it's just different things that he does that it's like um, the watching of our family. And I know that some instructions the Lord is going to give me through my husband just because of the order. You know, in the military, you don't give everybody all the details. You give the person in charge the details and they decide what they say, you know. And so I know in some instances it will be like that in my marriage just because that's how God did it. And there's nothing wrong with it. So young men know that a lot rides on you. This is more than just sex and, oh, she cute. And now this is, you know, legacy. This is your posterity, your gen- like your generational lineage in the earth. And the Lord wants a holy line. And um, yeah, link up with God and, and covering is very important. Very important. Very important. Very important. 
But um, that is all we got for today, guys. I hope y'all enjoyed that. We're definitely gonna come back to this um again, get get a little bit deeper um, with some some other men. Um, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Please, please like and share this episode. Um, please hit us up on all our social medias, Young Like It Married or YBM901. Please email us with your questions. Um, you know, comments, ybm901 at gmail.com. Um, you know, uh, a, a little birdie may have, may or may not have said that we got some merch coming. Yeah, look out for that. Look out for that. Check out our website, youngblackandmary.org, our Instagram. You can email us. We've got a YouTube. It's got like one video, but you know, we're going we're gonna to grow that. The, the YouTube is growing. <laughs> don't, growing. Don't worry about that. The YouTube is coming. But go ahead and like and add us just to be prepared for yes. the growth that's subscribe. coming. <laughs> subscribe. If you're a subscriber, you may or may not be getting the prize for that. Who knows? We'll see. Wink, wink. <laughs> but um, thank you all so much for, for listening. Thank you all so much for um, tuning in. We appreciate all the um, all the love that y'all give us. Um, we, we would love to um, hear more from y'all. But, um, yeah, until then. See you later, guys. We love you. See y'all. Bye. Appreciate it.